there comes a point in time where you just have to jump off the ledge, right? You have to, I have an idea or I can provide a service. And then at some point you have to be like, all right, I got to go. And you got to just take that leap. And I think for me, it was in that room with those people. And I just said that, you know, like, hey, let's get this rolling. But if you were starting a business today in 2020, you know, the biggest thing that I would say is you have to know who you're going to sell to, right? You have to know the market, right? So like you could have the best product, the best service, the best t-shirt, hat, the best service that's going to change their lives. But you have to understand what the market will bear. They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome, everyone. I am so excited to share with you. We have a special guest today, and our guest today is Marty McDonald. He is the co-founder and CEO of Bad Reno, Inc., a full-service social media marketing agency based in Westchester, Pennsylvania, since 2002. Marty has consulted with small businesses and startups to help them succeed online. Bad Reno is a full-service social media marketing and digital agency that was founded in 2011. Today, services clients locally, nationally, and globally. One of the reasons that Bad Reno has grown to be so successful so quickly is due to their ability to develop truly unique and highly customized strategies that create incredible exposure to their clients' businesses. Wow, this sounds amazing. So um, <laughs> Marty, tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you created this amazing business. Sure, Donna. Well, I appreciate it and uh, happy to be here and speak with you. Um, yeah, so like you said, like in 2002, I started dabbling in affiliate marketing and the earliest forms of Google AdWords and started like a little side consulting business, um, not only doing the affiliate stuff, that was just, you know, kind of fun and learning how to sell products online through affiliate programs. But then as that grew, I started to work with small businesses setting up email campaigns, setting up websites, um, anything that you can think of to get somebody online. And it turned into a little bit of a consulting agency. And I would do it part time as I was working and then slowly became with my business partner now, Bad Rhino, which is a you know digital marketing agency, as you described. So the interesting part about that whole little journey is you start off thinking, oh, well, this is like a a hobby, right? And then it became a well-paying hobby and then it turned into a, a full-time business. So that's it in a very, very high level of how Bad Rhino came to be. Wow. So you had a full-time job when you actually started. Did you kind of just come upon this, you know, 
you were just kind of helping somebody out and then you created this, you know, kind of side job. Is that what it sounded like? That's what kind it sounded of. like to me. Yeah, kind of. So it started off with uh, my brother looking at affiliate marketing as well as a handful of things that were the earliest forms of what's now Google AdWords and their platform. And he was just showing me some stuff. He was like, I found this pretty interesting. And he started doing some more of it. I started doing a lot more of it. And I just got enamored by the process, you know, start to run some ads, start to sell some products and you made some money. And I was like, oh, this is pretty neat. And as I started like peeling all that back and started looking at everything, um, I stumbled into a networking group. I was a headhunter at the time. And there was a group of older small business owners. Unfortunately, many of them had passed away. They were at the very tail end of their businesses. They were lawyers, doctors, um, dentists, chiropractors. They were all in this room and it was part of a networking event about how to revitalize your business in the digital age in 2002, if you can think of that, right? And mm -hmm. um, basically by accident, and I still don't know why I said it, one of the gentlemen was like, I need a website and the, an email newsletter. And I said, well, I can do that for you. And I did the first one and I taught myself pretty much everything, how to build the website, how to get you know everything set up. And it took me about three weeks at the time, put it together. And the next thing you know, um, I think there was what, 17 other people in the room. They say, we love it. We want to do this too. So then I had wow. 18 clients like instantaneously. I got a little bit smarter <clears throat> instead of doing all the work myself. I found somebody else that could do the work for me and I just kind of project managed it. And then I kept, <clears throat> excuse me, good relationships with all of them. And it became a little side business that I would, you know, do at night and on the weekends. And then my business partner um, came to me with an idea as social media started to grow. And that's where Bad Rhino was born. So yeah, it was a, wow. a wild ride and continues to be a wild ride. <laughs> that is so awesome. I love that. I love when something just kind of happens and you just happen to be in this area where there's all these businessmen and was able to speak up. You know, it's interesting how things like that happen sometimes, isn't it? That you don't even, like you said, you don't know why you said it. I mean, you obviously hadn't really sure. done that before, but yet your energy just knew that you could do mm -hmm. it. Like you knew you could create that. <laughs> so what a cool experience. Thank you for sharing that. So I know you didn't just start like it. I mean, it sounds like you kind of grew this business. So how did you get from there to where you are today? Because you've got sure. this growing business that is really thriving. Sure. Yeah. I mean, so like the basics were all kind of set in motion with that like first one back in 2002 and just speaking to a group of people. And honestly, they just needed some help and some guidance. I didn't think it would turn into what it did um, at the time. I was just like, I'm, I can do this. You know, I need a couple extra bucks here, a couple extra bucks there. Who doesn't right at the time. And <clears throat> looking at it, you know, I was just more or less being like, well, some of this stuff is challenging for somebody and they need to understand if they were going to hire somebody what something should look like and I had I knew just enough to be dangerous so I just jumped into it right and it grew and it grew and it grew and when we started Bad Rhino it was the same way you know the whole goal was to educate everybody as much as possible so that they can make really good decisions in their digital marketing and social media marketing and as that started, the, the first formation of the business plan was to do a ton of that education so that people didn't get that ripped off feeling like, hey, they, I paid somebody to do this and they didn't quite deliver. Mm -hmm. And 
taking that approach with everybody and taking that, you know, hands-on type approach where, Hey, we don't care if you hire us or you hire somebody else. It really gave us, you know, a little bit of connection with that audience. And we started off with a lot of small businesses and local businesses, which we still do. But, you know, as we've grown, you know, the projects got bigger or, you know, reputation got bigger and we added people. We have a staff of five here in Westchester and then we have 15 consultants around the country. And um, yeah, it just kept growing and growing from there. So certain parts of it have an energy of itself, like when you start those things and other things are just more strategic and how you're going to grow it and, you know, make things happen. So for somebody that is wanting to actually start a business like yours or desiring that, what would you say would be your advice to them to maybe starting something um, fresh and new? Because I have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to my show and and, uh, it's always nice to hear from others how they did it. And it sounds like yours kind of happened, but um, I'm sure there were some things that you had in place that maybe helped. So I'm just curious. Yeah. Some of those things, you know, there comes a point in time where you just have to jump off the ledge, right? You have to have an idea or I can provide a service. And then at some point you have to be like, all right, I got to go. And you got to just take that leap. And I think for me, it was in that room with those people. And I just said that, you know, like, hey, let's get this rolling. But if you were starting a business today in 2020, you know, the biggest thing that I would say is you have to know who you're going to sell to, right? You have to know the market, right? So like you could have the best product, the best service, the best t-shirt, hat, the best service Mm -hmm. that's going to change their lives. But you have to understand what the market will bear, right? So Learning that is a little bit challenging and a lot of small business owners that I've worked with currently and in the past, what they struggle with is um, doing the research and spending the money to get that information back. And you can do that relatively um, inexpensively now on digital versus what you had to do in the past, which is building a network and meeting people and doing all that. Now you can start to put out ads out there that will give you some of that information and you can tailor your business plan to that. But I think, you know, there is no magic pill. There's no, you know, I wish there was that I could just impart this great wisdom and say, all right, you go over to this tree, touch this branch, then run from there and touch this rock, do a little dance, and then you have a business, right? Um, You know, a lot of uh, pain, a lot of, you know, sleepless nights, a lot of other things that go into it that you don't really, you know, think about when you start. But once you get rolling, I think the biggest thing is not to forget where you're going with it. Now, in year one or day one, you may not know where you you might go, but you need to understand where you, you think you want to go. And what I mean by that is to just start to plan some things out. Some people start, they have a great month, and then they forget all the basics, right? They forget that, oh, yeah, I got to make a couple sales calls. Oh, yeah, I need to follow up here make sure I have my business's insurance or whatever else that's like in the operation side. And they just focus in on like one or two clients or a good month of sales and they stop and that momentum will hurt you. I've done it. I've made that mistake in the past where things are going really well in short periods of time, whether it's a month, six months, or even a year. And then you forget like where you have to actually continue that. So it keeps snowballing. Right. And I think that's the key to growth and getting started is your first year is 
you need to know where those dollars are coming in from so you can stay in business. Then you also need to understand how you're servicing your clients and making sure that you stay on top of that. And then just those two things, where's the money coming in? How are you taking care of it? Where's the money going? If you can handle those, you know, quick little things, just start building upon that. And that's the, it's like one foot in front of the other, but it's work. It's a lot of work. Um, everybody that goes into it thinks like, oh, I want to make, you know, whatever the number is, 10,000 a month, $20,000 a month, whatever, a hundred thousand, um, doesn't matter the number, but they, they forget, like, it's not just going to magically appear, right? There's no quick way to get there. There's things that you can put in place that can help you get there faster, like outsourcing things and, and hiring people and putting systems in place. But at the same time, you have to grind it out a little bit, especially at the beginning. And that's the best advice I can give to anybody is grind it out, know your market and understand that when things start to go well, what's actually making it go well and then do more of it. I love that. Th that probably is going to answer my last question that I always ask at the end, and I'm not going to ask it yet, but I, I'm going to just share it with you just so you know I, at the end. So I'll ask that in a minute, but it might be what you already said. But um, <laughs> I have to ask you, where did you come up with the name and why? That's a perfect question, and it's a question that answers itself every time somebody uh, asks it. Number one is we always wanted people to be intrigued by, you know, the name. So that's number one. So that's why we kept it Bad Rhino. But where did it come from? At the time, I had this little side business. My business partner had his mm -hmm. own little side business. And Rich came to me and said, I have a, an idea to kind of take my business to a different, you know, level, different direction. And he was dealing a lot in social media. I was doing more of the digital marketing piece came in my office and we started talking about things. And I said, Rich, I'm like, I like this idea. I'm like, I'll help you at least get started. Like you asked, but you got to come up with a cool name, right? <laughs> so he is super well thought out. He's got everything in a row, makes him a great business partner for me because I'm all over the place. And as he, you know, I said to him, I thought it would take him like two weeks. And I said to him, Hey, just go find uh, the best name that you think is going to be pretty neat. And for the life of me, I can't remember the other 10, but he came back in my office instead of two weeks, it was only 45 minutes. And he wrote down 12 names, 10 of them, like I said, I can't remember. One of them obviously was Bad Rhino and the other one was Moosehorn and we went with Bad Rhino. And the key was staying with Bad Rhino has nothing to do with like, we like the Rhino and we like everything else. We like the name because if you're working with us and you had to take it to your boss and say, hey, I like this proposal. I like these people that I've talked to over at Bad Rhino. And the boss goes, Bad Rhino? Why are we hiring a company called Bad Rhino? And they would have to stand up and talk about the work that we've done and everything else. And it's worked out really well. Plus, it's memorable. And people always ask where the name came from. So it works out well that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, Bad Rhino? I don't know. <laughs> I was just curious. But I do. Sure. I I love your whole idea around that. It makes perfect sense. So thank you for sharing that. So um, is what exactly do you help people with in their businesses? Sure. So you help them with their websites. What other things do you actually do when you go into these businesses? Sure. So the majority of them are, they're looking for one of two things. They're looking either to increase their brand 
uh, awareness or they're looking for sales or a combination thereof of both, right? So the bulk of the time, you know, we're starting off is like, what are you looking for? And some on the brand side, they're like, just get all the social media stuff off our plate. We, we don't have enough people or time to actually create all this and put it out there and then manage it as well as have some reporting on it. Then others are looking more for like a, you know, a CMO type solution where they're like, hey, we're redoing our website. We want a one-stop shop that can do everything for us. Build the site, start with a marketing plan, then start running ads, report on it, and then everything that would go along with that, email marketing, anything digital. And then many times, you know, as that grows, it's like you start doing different content pieces, you start doing other things that are just floating through there, and it, it becomes like a full service type thing. But the main part is we take what we um, are given from our clients and we craft a plan that's going to work for them on digital to get, you know, the response that they want online. I love that. Okay, perfect. So if somebody was to need your services and wanted to find out more about you, where would they find you? Sure. Uh, badrhinoinc.com. So B-A-D-R-H-I-N-O um, or I-N-O-I-N-C.com. Website's there, blog's there, all our information and content's there. And uh, if you do a quick search, you can find us on YouTube where we have a ton of information as well. Okay, so um, they just need to contact you through your services. And do you have like a free consultation where you can like evaluate their business or what kind of, how do, how do they know what they might need or how you can help sure. them? Yeah, I mean, if you go through our contact page and just fill out the information, you know, somebody will be in touch with you. And then it starts off with, you know, 15, 20 minute type phone call to start talking about what you might need. Then the second stage of that is to get what we call an outline proposal, which kind of goes through everything that we see. And then from there, if you like what we're, we're talking about, then we develop more of a formal proposal, get that over. And then it becomes like a presentation if you were going to move forward from there. Um, so yeah, so the initial part is taking a look at everything, understanding what your needs are and start to developing, you know, that outline plan, which will eventually become um, more of a, a proposal or contract down the road if you're interested. Perfect. Awesome. So I, I told you I was going to ask you this question and maybe <laughs> it's, you already told me, but I'm going to ask it. What is the one thing that the biggest thing that you did that made the biggest transition for you to to propel you from where you were to where you are today yeah i think <clears throat> that's a great question um and some of the things i mentioned before are definitely included in there but i also think it's having um the knowledge and the mm, the guts to actually implement that knowledge and know that you know what you're doing um, and there's a fine line sometimes. Some days I feel like, hey, I know exactly what to do here. And then my team knows as well. Or some days you feel like, man, how do we miss the mark? And that's a constant battle. But that jumping off point that really makes it, you know, kind of move in the right direction and give you the confidence to kind of grow. Right when you it, start talking, you froze and I didn't hear anything. So just from, from the <clears throat> beginning of, of sharing that and then I'll sure. have to cut it out. Okay. Um, yeah. So, you know, that jumping off point is probably the biggest time is like, where is yes. that point? You know, and I was talking about a handful of other things earlier 
you know, they are definitely included in there, but it's actually putting together the knowledge that you actually know what you're doing, the things that are going on in your business that you're confident enough to kind of stand there and say, yeah, we can do that. Right. And I think that point, it, sometimes, you know, some days you feel like you can do it. Other days you feel like you can't the team feels the same way, but knowing your limitations and knowing what you can do really well and being able to stand behind it. And sometimes early on in the business, it becomes a struggle to kind of do that, but then being honest with yourself and doing the things that you need to do, whether it's more education or meet new people or add a new service in um, and taking that spot where, like I said before, you have to jump off in order to grow. And once you do that, then things start to move in its own, you know, its own velocity. Perfect. Well, thank you, uh, sure. Marty, today for being here, for sharing your story and your business and, and kind of what you do for others. And this is great. We, again, we have a lot of entrepreneurs that listen to this show and I, I know they always need help. So it's always good to know that there's someone that, that maybe can help them with some of those things. So appreciate you today. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. All right. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now, and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.